The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's time to open up the hollowed halls of leadership. It's time to figure out what the secrets are to being a successful leader and running a successful organization. It's time for VoltCast, Illuminating Leadership. Your host is Jeff Smith, an executive coach and business leader who has over two decades of forward-thinking executive leadership as a human resources and operations professional. Now, Jeff and his guest experts are ready to share their tips and studies with you. Now, here is Jeff Smith. Welcome, this is Jeff Smith with Fullcast, and we are so happy that you're here today to have some illuminating leadership. I've got my friend here, Lee Hewitt. Hey, we Lee. are very, very happy that you're here. We're happy to illuminate your leadership. There you go. Uh, and look, Lee and I were looking over uh, some of our f- uh, measurements of who calls in and who listens to the show, and mm-hmm. <clears throat> really, we're just honored and so humbled by all the folks that all around the world, truthfully, that uh, listen, and um, thanks for uh, thanks for doing it. Um, here's some ways to get in contact with us during the course of the week. Uh, our website's VoltageLeadership.com. You can reach me at Jeff at VoltageLeadership.com. You can reach Lee at Lee at VoltageLeadership.com. Um, we also are on Facebook at Voltage Leadership. Uh, on LinkedIn, it's Jeff at VoltageLeadership.com, and Lee is Lee at VoltageLeadership.com mm-hmm. under LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. And so... You can follow me on Twitter at Jamie Jeff. And what I want you to know is uh, we really do take your comments and your suggestions to heart. So if there's something you'd like to hear on the show, there's a challenge you're facing in the workplace, mm-hmm. let us know. Mm-hmm. Additionally, if uh, you need uh, a speaker, please think about Lee. Please. Uh, yeah, he's a great speaker. Uh, Jennifer is also on our team, has done, done a fantastic job. Mm-hmm. I occasionally am so-so and get out there. You oh, know? Right, of course. That's right. <laughs> no, but, but seriously, if you need a speaker, if you need a, um, you know, your work working on strategic planning or something's going on with your team, hey, give us a shout. So today, what Lee and I are here to talk about is really the how you get the most out of meetings. How do you take notes that uh, will help prompt you to action, help remember what went on? Um, and then some of our just tales and stories from meetings and mm-hmm. things that we're seeing. So, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, when you think about it, how to take great notes and, and get the most out of your meetings. Um, if you've ever had that experience where you're sitting there and you know you're, you, you don't want to miss anything, you want to write down everything that's important, and you go back after the meeting and you look at your hieroglyphics, okay? You know, it's a kind of combination of Slavic and some foreign language. It's like, what does this mean? Now, other than like, you know, I recently put in the blog, other than it meaning you maybe you were destined for medical school, <laughs> because if you can read this, and I wrote it, I was there. It's like, what does this mean, right? It's a foreign language. You know, how do you not do that? So how do you not duplicate effort? How do you just focus on what the key points are and really be present for the people in the meeting so you can make the most out of the meeting? Maybe even get this, shorten the meeting, or maybe even skip the meeting altogether. <laughs> Together, uh, I'm chuckling, Lee. Uh, so <laughs> I uh, actually skipped one thing in my own notes uh, to, to launch the show. So let's go back for one second, and then we'll dive back in. Um, we, uh, <clears throat> I've been working. You've heard a bit about it over the spring. 
working on a book that uh, will be published on June 15th. Yes, sir. Um, <clears throat> so Congratulations. Thank you. And the book is called From Aha to All In, uh, Life Lessons from an Un- Unexpected Entrepreneur. So John Hagmeyer, who was on the show um, back in the fall and will be back on the show this summer, we're going to sort of talk about what we learned from the book, and we'll have John on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's ready for publication uh, as of June 15th. So if you're interested, again, it's From Aha to All In, Life Lessons from an Un- Unexpected Entrepreneur. So it's John Hagmeyer, um, myself, and Bill Long uh, co-wrote the book. So uh, mm-hmm. very happy to be a first-time published author, and uh, it's Excellent. an exciting, exciting Congratulations. time. Congratulations. That is exciting stuff. Yeah. So it was in the notes, but imagine I skipped right over it because well, I was just so excited. You to have were Leah. being very efficient, and it's a beautiful day in Virginia. That's my story. <laughs> so, Lee, you know, you, you allude to it there just a bit, but you know, I, on average, most of us are probably in three, five, seven meetings a day, right? Yeah. You know, I was working with a client uh, not too long ago. Uh, we before we worked on his, you know, redoing his calendar, he was in forty-two hours of meetings a week. Another client was in forty-five hours of meetings per a week. week. Per week. How do you do that? Well, (laughs) it's it's an easy 60-hour work week. I mean, it's not hard to get from there to there. And, um, you know, that was one of his challenges. It's just like, uh, you know, as our friend Scott Evelyn says, you know, Mm -hmm. when you're so racked and stacked, Mm -hmm. how do you just even keep track of it? And so this is really a two-fold process here. You know, like, how do you get the most out of it? Make sure that you're capturing the notes that you need to Mm -hmm. to get to the action that you want. Mm -hmm. But also, you know. How do we get the most out of the meetings while we're there? A few, you know, practice tips and things like that. So, well, it's an interesting point. I think uh, Michael Hyatt talks about this in the seven uh, sins of productivity to, uh, you know, what what not to do. Mm. And one of them is do not ignore disorder. Mm. So if you go into a meeting and you come out the other end and you look at this stuff and it's a glob of papers or it's, you know, organized piles of stuff. That's pretty, you know, it's disorder, okay? And if you've gotten used to it, it's because you've gotten used to it. So you shouldn't ignore it. There's a better way to do that. So that's the first thing. Second th- <laughs> I'm only laughing in that you There's and I... piles of stuff all yeah. over the place. As, as, we're, as we're prepared for the show, we, 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 we create an outline, and Lee literally has nine pieces of paper lined up from, from one end to the other. And, and I'm not ignoring it, see? He's not. He's got a nice uh, format here and all that. Uh, I was actually more laughing at... I, you know, it was someone that you know, used to report to me, and it was a peer of Lee's, uh, at Carillion, who we literally had to have conversations with because yes, it was piled everywhere. And yes, the crazy thing is she could actually find most everything, mm-hmm. but as clients worked with her, it made them doubt. Like, you know, is she really on top of things? Mm-hmm. And so let's not lose track of also just what's your presence. Mm-hmm. And so if you're coming into a meeting always last second, scrambling, mm-hmm. maybe three minutes late, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. papers are flying behind you, mm-hmm. what's that giving off for your presence? And what, what are people thinking about your sort of leadership brand? It makes me think that you're disorganized and you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. And if you haven't prepared for my meeting, it makes me think you know, what you're devaluing what we're going to talk about. Yeah. I mean, if it's so, uh, you should prepare, right? You should be on time. That's another thing. Be if you. It's just a, unless there's a really good reason for not being there on time. It's it's at the sign of respect. Respect the boundaries, right? You know, if, if you send a proxy or something, if you're late, okay, I get that. But if you're one of those people that's consistently seven minutes late and you know who you are because you're all out there. When I was in healthcare at, uh, in, at HCA, we actually had this standing rule. It was an understanding. You know, a meeting would start at 11, but by 11.07, all the directors would be there. Right. And it's like, okay, well, then why don't we start the meeting at 10.53 then? Right. That way we'll start on, <laughs> that way we'll start on time. You know, another thing is if people use your name, right? You know, what's the sweetest sound in the human language? 
Jeff Smith. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. See, I told you that. <laughs> so people use your name, and we, we use a technique called the name game, right? So if you've mm. ever, it's more of a client situation than necessarily a you know work colleague situation. You know people, but if you can't remember names, you know when the time is right, I'll bring this up. I, I want to talk about the name game that we can we sure. can employ. Well, we do a little deeper dive. So normally we kind of go through a, a fairly bigger review, but today why don't we just go ahead and start digging in some of these best practices around uh, taking notes, and then we'll in the second part of the show, uh, Lee's going to be here the whole hour. So in the second part of the show. We'll really work towards getting the most out of the meetings. Excellent. So let's get the note taking. You know, so real practical tools and tips right up front. So practical tools and tips include get your pencils out because these are all really good ones. If you're high eye on the disc, and that means you're gregarious and you're a talker, welcome to Voltage Leadership because we we have that in abundance on our team, right? Yes, I've been waiting for you to agree with that. Yes, oh, absolutely. So the if, one of the things uh, tools and techniques is to try to take one word. Uh, sentences, or excuse me, make one summary sentence. If somebody's making a point and they're talking and try to give them your undivided attention, you're making eye contact with them. If you can summarize in one coherent sentence, boil it down. And as you know, I'm really great at doing that most of the time. (laughs) He's chuckling because I've been afflicted with this all my professional life. Simplifying is a learned behavior for me and a lot of people. So if I can boil it down to not necessarily even bullet points, just one coherent sentence, that's a win because it forces you to to do that. Uh, Another technique is to take each meeting point, whatever that is, deliverable point, deliverable point, make it a one word point. Mm. So just one word, your, what is the word that pops out of your brain when we were talking about this subject in the meeting? Yeah. You know, it's interestingly on this <clears throat> topic, catch, let's catch breath for just a second. But, you know, I saw these notes a couple of days ago that, you know, this is what we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to work on it. And so I've been using it for the last couple of days in my mm-hmm. coaching sessions. And awesome. <clears throat> you know, it, really- it was a good idea. Brilliant. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, what's helpful is it's allowed me just to pay attention just a touch more because what ends up happening is, you know, I meet with sometimes 40, 50 people in a month, mm-hmm. right? Not all coaching, but a lot of them coaching. Mm-hmm. And then I might not meet with them again for three to five weeks. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm trying to get the essence of the conversation. So mm-hmm. in the past, I've tended to overwrite, mm-hmm. you know, to make sure. And what's been beneficial is going back and looking at the notes, how quickly just that word or just the one sentence to summarize mm-hmm. the meeting is enough. Mm-hmm. I get the gist. I know what I want to follow up. Mm-hmm. And so to your point, here's one or two bullet points with a word mm-hmm. to just be able to say, hey, this is what I'm going to pick back up next time. You know, reorganization. That's enough for me remember the whole conversation was about reorganization, mm, yeah, right? You know, incentive plan. You know, so it's two words, but it was enough to, for me to know, hey, we're rolling that out in this particular client. I wonder how it went. We should start next time with that. Mm. I don't need to write the whole story behind it. Yeah, I, should, I don't think you should. The, the word or two words was enough for me to remember the conversation and be Perfect. like, hmm, here we are. Awesome. So, so it's working. Well, you know, a, a, a variation of that, a derivation of that is – you know, if I'm successful in putting down a simple sentence or a word, most of the time I'm not. And I'm full disclosure here, most of the time I'm not. So I'll look at that piece of paper and there's stuff all over it, and they'll go and circle a word. Right. I'm like, what's the essence of this? And then sometimes, you know, I'll get the highlighter out, okay? Do I have the pretty yellow one or the chartreuse? Well, whatever, whatever you're, you know, you know, you, you all know who you're talking about out there in Radio Land. So I'll circle it, and that'll be the the essence of what I was talking about. Um, another technique is to simply write questions. Yeah. If you know you're listening, mm-hmm. and as you're taking in this information, 
you know, what is bouncing off the back of your brain? What do you really want to know? Because yeah. that's why you're there. Yeah. And what do you ultimately, to your earlier point, what do you have to act on? I, I look at that as two ways. I think that's a, when you know you're going to a meeting, you know, what are the two or three questions you have going into the meeting? So the first question is, why do I have to go to this that's meeting? That's right. That's right. And, and so then it's your prep can be those two or three questions. Additionally, um, sometimes we get so caught up in the noise and, and you know, there's there's this whole conversation going. If Lee and I are in a room, we can tend to dominate a room, mm-hmm. you know, and so um, you all been in that spot. Maybe while that domination is going on, you can write down, instead of getting caught up in all the noise of the thing, what is that question or two you've got? Mm-hmm. So that when you get airtime saying, okay, I've heard a lot of comments. Now, here's the two or three questions that I really need to be, you know, answered. So it can also just help you redirect the room, even mm-hmm. live or as follow-up, so good. Excellent. Well, you made me think of something, and there's a couple of, we talked about this a couple of shows ago, mm-hmm. where as you're, you know, are you really prepared to take notes? Are you really prepared to be in that meeting? Or are you in a different place? Yeah. Have you done the hard break, stop, breathe your air in, out, and then carry on into the present tense in your new circumstances? A lot of times the answer is no, that's not the case. Well, and we'll hit uh, on the, you know, either the next segment or segment after that, we'll, we'll really start to hit about technology and things like that. But let's, you know, I think you've got a couple other, maybe we'll do like one more here before the break. So Okay, well, I, I was going to say, um, be present. Mm. I mean, it's hard to take good notes if your mind is elsewhere. So are you really there? Or, you know, and what does that mean? Okay, if you can't focus on the, the content for whatever reason, try to focus on the person. Mm-hmm. So it's an alternative, you know, way to be present. And it's it sounds like a cliche. And, you know, yeah, it is. Are you present? Yeah, well, you've seen people in meetings, you know, woo, the lights are on, nobody's home. Are you really there? And then later on as part of a team or a deliverable, there's some action steps. You know, oh, yeah, what, what was that again? It's like, then why were we there? Right. Yeah, and I think that's a great one, you know, and I, I think – being present is lots of things. It's being connected. It's, are you in this room? Are you, you know, still worried about that last email before the break? All mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, really great start to today. So, mm-hmm. why don't we take a, uh, get ready for our first break here. Okay, sounds so great. Let's take, I'll make let's a note cut, of that. Yeah, let's, you make a note of that. Let's cut there and uh, we'll be back in two minutes. Streaming live, the leader in internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Aliens with Gas, we are the Extraterrestrial Rock Show, airing every Saturday afternoon on the VoiceAmerica.com variety channel. <laughs> Whatever happens out and about, it kind of dictates our conversation. For sure. And we like to tie in a little bit of the past and obviously keep it real current. And real current was a couple nights ago right here in Phoenix, a phenomenon happened. On Thursday. Thursday night. Phenomenon. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Phenomenon. Do, 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 do. Phenomenon. Do, do. All right, never mind. <laughs> That's every Saturday right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. 
Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Volcast Illuminating Leadership. To reach Jeff Smith or his guest today, please call 1-866-472-5788. Again, that's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Jeff at VoltageLeadership.com. Now, back to Voltcast Illuminating Leadership. Welcome back. This is Jeff Smith. I'm here today with Lee Huber. Yes, sir. We're on Voltcast Illuminating Leadership. Hey, so glad you could be with us. Um, the conversation today is uh, going to center around some best practices on taking notes and how to get the most out of our meetings. Um, so we're about halfway through some ideas on note taking. Uh, just a couple of sort of house cleaning ideas for you. Um, Lee has written a blog on this, so look into our uh, website to uh, mm-hmm. see that. Uh, if you're not on uh, our website uh, or on Campaigner, uh, we send it out on Monday. So if you're interested in that, just send us an email at the mm-hmm. Jeff at VoltageLeadership.com or go to VoltageLeadership.com and you can actually subscribe to yeah, it. Yeah, check right? LinkedIn, check Facebook. You'll, you'll see it there. Yeah. You'll see the links to the radio shows in the blogs, too. That's right. Um, uh, you... Just going right where I want you to go. Bingo, so right. uh, on uh, VoltageLeadership.com. You can also, uh, if you miss the show, you can go back and listen to it. As well as Diane uh, uh, Wynn from our office um, is behind the scenes. We get the transcripts. She's working on cleaning up all these transcripts from the shows. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to start uh, putting those out. So if you you really liked it, but maybe you're driving or you're like um, myself, I listen to a lot of podcasts running. You know, mm-hmm. I might not have gotten all the points. We'll be sending those back out. For you, so mm-hmm. you know, stay stay close to our website, and you can get some more information. So that's really excellent. There's going to be some excellent content. It's going to be coming out in ebook form and other formats. So if you're if if this is resonating with you, stay tuned. There's a lot more coming your way. Yeah. So, uh, but today, learn how to take really good notes. And I if you, that. and if you miss it, then you know, go to voltagelution.com. I put a yellow sticky on my computer this morning, so they had to do this. Excellent. So we were on this list of how to take great notes. So we've given us uh, some ideas like the one summary sentence, Mm -hmm. uh, make each meeting point a single word, Mm -hmm. uh, only write down the question, Mm -hmm. uh, be present for whoever's speaking. Mm -hmm. Lee, I think you got a couple more. You want to jump in and tell us what's next? Yeah, I mean, a lot of times it's the batting order. Like you mentioned earlier, um, you know, people sometimes dominate a meeting. What? Uh, Yeah, really. You're in a room full of people, 10 people, 12 people, whatever it is. And there's usually two or three or four very boisterous, very uh, gregarious sorts of people. And that's great. You want to pick their brains. But then there's other people that either aren't, it's not their nature to be that way. Mm-hmm. And you have to, to get their, you know, uh, their take on things. 
and, and you don't want them. So, so the point is this, you need to be able to figure out your batting order. And it's yeah. a lot of times go last, mm. bat cleanup, yeah. you know, let things unfold before you. And, you know, another, you know, well, we, going last is a technique and an add on to it is in your mind's eye, you know, watch the, the projection screen of your mind's eye, type out the, the question you want to ask. It does a couple of things. First of all, it helps you to remember it. Right. <laughs> Second thing, it helps you to go slow. Right. And it's so easy to go too fast. I think this is a two-part process. So this is um, how to help the meeting go more effectively. So you're not always going first as a speaker is going last, right? So sometimes mm-hmm. that – I also think um, reserving a couple meetings uh, – try that again – a couple minutes at the end of the meeting mm-hmm. to just say, here's what I'm taking away. Here mm-hmm. are the two things. Anything else that we want to capture? So it's really on both. Yeah, what you just said. In fact, we do this – I make that a practice in almost every interaction we have, whether it's – a stand-up presentation like we did out in Charlotte or I'm getting ready to do uh, in Atlantic City over the summertime and a bunch of other places, or if it's interaction with clients one-on-one or teams, mm-hmm. or even people on our team like we did this morning. Yep. And I'll say at the end, you know, what's the takeaway final rounding? Tell me one thing that resonated with you. So it helps cement in their brain the, almost that mental peg, that one word thing we were talking about to get them to hook on to. So being willing to go last is is a really good one. Um, and then think about it, you know, you're in a meeting, okay, what do you really need to know? What are the must-haves? Mm-hmm. So you do a good job at this, and so some of it dovetails with, you know, core purpose, mutual purpose, why are we doing this? Now, we were musing earlier, there was some times, uh, uh, when, it, when I worked at Wisconsin Energy some years ago, we would go to a meeting, mm-hmm. and some of these folks were all in their 40s and 50s and that kind of thing. So, you know, pretty, you know, accomplished group of people, you get to the meeting, everybody's sitting there, and now we all kind of look at each other and says, who called this meeting? <laughs> well, why are we here? Sure. And we're all on time. That was a good thing. Right? Yeah. We we're really on time and we we're important, okay? But what are we trying to accomplish? And and it was it was so routine, it was so programmed. It's like, okay, do you need to do this? And then I made the point, okay, now add up the paydays around that table and what uh, didn't we accomplish and for how much did we pay not to accomplish anything? So, you know, having a purpose behind with intentionality about why you're meeting and if you don't have to then then don't i mean you know send, send a proxy do something else and there, there's ways to to address that yeah that's good um you had one more about developing a team member by sending them tell me what you mean by that well like i say if you don't need to be there there's mm-hmm. within within intentionally let's say you have somebody that you want to give a stretch assignment to okay what's a stretch assignment stretch assignment uh, somebody's in management they want to go uh you want to get them to the next level they need okay. they need more executive presence they need to be at the table okay um as you know i was coaching people that were actually struggling with that being at the the bigger table with the bigger crowd the bigger audience sure so give them the exposure give them the comfort mm-hmm. and the repetitions behind that so you know when the game's on the line and they get the free throw and the three front line is three seconds they got it right. they've been there done that you know, sure. so that's all good so it can be developmental and it's synergistic as well these are big words we're using today make a note of this right it's developmental and synergistics from the point of view that you are uh springing you to do something else right. and then have that person come back and report back to you yeah Okay, so good. Um, you know, I think that's. Uh, I think we're getting a good overview. Uh, all of this will be in in the blog. Uh, you know, coming up here. The um, you know, from my perspective, I think that we we we're back to that. I'm thinking of that 42 uh, meeting person that I alluded to earlier. It was pretty amazing. We the first thing that we did was um, 
we decided whether he was going to be the note taker in meetings or if somebody else was going to be the note taker in the meeting. Mm, okay. You know, because, you know, he's got a very high title, you know, big responsibility. Mm-hmm. And what was happening was he wasn't clear sometimes when he was actually just facilitating a meeting. Was he just a participant? Like, mm-hmm. it, you know, with a big title, it's mm-hmm. hard to know. Yeah. And it can also be pretty easy to think that I'm not responsible. There's someone oh. else in the room. Oh, yes. You know? Yep. And what, he, all time. what he'd find is like, you know, let's say it's a 10 a.m. meeting. Well, you got five more by the time you get to five o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I can't remember some of my commitments at 10. Mm-hmm. So first we have to just, are you taking notes or are you not taking notes? Mm-hmm. Get clear on that, right? Mm-hmm. Then use some of these tips like, you know, is it one word? Is it just writing down the questions? Is it just writing down the two or three action items that are mm-hmm. needed, right? Mm-hmm. So getting that clarity. I know it seems basic, but when you're racked and stacked and full all day, it just adds up. And then the next, you know, let's say that that night you've got something at five o'clock. It's a, you know, you're taking a client or a recruit out to dinner. And next thing you know, it's 10 o'clock, you're getting home. And then you're meetings for six hours straight the next day. And you're like, two days later, you're like, what happened? How so, many meetings can you cram into a week? Right. And so then I think that it goes to this point of, you know, really asking the question, um, is this the right meeting? Mm-hmm. And is it the right amount of time? You know, so we'll start to go into a few of these tips here. So, same person. Um, I just said, you know, he's got he's got uh, between ten and twelve direct reports. Mm-hmm. He's a, a senior vice president. Mm-hmm. Um, we're working on carving the direct reports down and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. I just said, you know, make the hour meetings forty five. Mm-hmm. And it's been amazing because that fifteen minutes gives him the time to take those notes mm-hmm. and go to. In his case, he has an administrative person. And be like, boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. You know, he can check a couple emails and he can get prepared for the next meeting as well. Mm-hmm. That, that's a great point. He hasn't missed it, those 15 minutes at all. He's found that because now they have a pretty good format. They know what they're trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. They know who's taking the notes. They mm-hmm. figure the stuff out. Mm-hmm. Some of the meetings are actually 30 minutes. <laughs> oh, Instead of wandering around for really an hour and five minutes, hour mm-hmm. and six minutes, he mm-hmm. was always six, mm-hmm. seven minutes late. Mm-hmm. And so we're on path to saying, okay. How do we do it for half an hour? And then once a quarter, we're going to have an hour and a half with each direct report mm-hmm. and do developmental conversation. Mm-hmm. But make sure that we're really focused when we get in these meetings. Additionally, um, when we start to look at these uh, meetings, how many more recurring meetings? And he's mm-hmm. like, I-, I don't know why I'm still attending. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, then let's figure that out. Yeah, why are you still attending? So you know, part of this is uh, you know, something, a tool I know you really like, and it's the start, stop, continue. Mm-hmm. Right? Do I – are they – Truthfully, are there means that we need to start having? Are there something we need to stop having? Mm-hmm. And what do we need to continue doing? But maybe we do it in a short amount of time, or mm-hmm. maybe we repurpose that meeting. So I love that. I like to be able to apply the stop, start, continue technique to to just meetings. You, yeah. you said a bunch of things there. I mean, but resonating with me. First of all, if you do the fifteen minute thing instead of the hour thing, yeah. it creates that dead airspace for you to figure out who's on first. Yeah. Because if you're if people are, you look at your calendar. If you're triple booked, double booked, and your calendar looks like a Christmas tree and it's all red and green and all this stuff it's not happening you may think it's happening but it is not sure. something is not happening right other thing is you mentioned who's responsible for taking notes and what does that mean yeah so if two people feed the dog the dog starves okay the dog <laughs> is dead sorry doggy you're you're done sure so so you have to designate that and then if whoever that designee is how are, how are they going about it and are they going about it the right way mm-hmm. so you get these notes you go to these things you, you know there's there's meetings there's the agenda you've got two minutes to do this 39 seconds to do that on minute 17 to do that and you get printed notes afterwards and you think okay does these printed notes even capture what i was interested in yeah so there's there's a there's an accountability to 
owning this information. Yep. Um, so th- there's absolutely something to that. I was going to mention something just uh, it has more to do with the client end than the colleague end. Yep. And that's just simply remembering people's names. Yeah. I mean, you know, a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Mm. And if you've ever had that experience, you're walking down the hall or you, you go into somebody and you go, hey, it's really good to see you um, <laughs> again. And have a great day, right? Have a terrific Tuesday. If, if, if it's for, uh, that's the most embarrassing thing in the sure. world. And you're, and you're looking at their – they got a name badge on somewhere. And it's like, you know, that's so embarrassing. Yeah. So here's the technique, right? The first time, because for all you people, you know, struggle with this like we do sometimes. So I'm going to use Jeff, myself, and, and uh, Jennifer Owen O'Quill, our, our, our three um, main uh, presenters at Voltage Leadership. So you're at a function. You're at a lunch. You're at a dinner. And here's what you do with the first name. You think of somebody famous. So I'm having uh, radio lunch today with Jeff Bridges. Nice. So Jeff Smith. Oh, okay, yeah, I get that. But now I'm going to remember the first name, Jeff Bridges, right? Okay. For you people that don't know Jeff, Jeff Bridges, make up a different Jeff. doesn't matter. what It could be Jeff anybody. Not so, Sessions. But no, yes. no, okay, gotcha. So, <laughs> but Jeff, Jeff Bridges works, right? So also I'm having a radio lunch with Jennifer Lopez. Nice. Okay, Jennifer. I was thinking Lawrence for the millennials, but keep close going. enough. Yeah. Close enough. But hey, I'm having you know. So I'm here with uh, you know uh, Jeff Bridges and J Lo at lunch, right? And they say, "Well, who are you?" I said, "Well, I'm Lee. I'm Lee Majors. I'm the six million dollar man." <laughs> so later on in that day, when you know people are going to go, "Well, what'd you do today?" You can say, "I had lunch with Jennifer Lopez and Jeff Bridges." Nice. And people will remember that. Now you'll you'll never forget. You remember their last name, but the first time when you see them again, you're mm-hmm. automatically going to say, "Oh, now." My wife is Jane Mansfield, okay? Oh, nice. Okay, so we call it word picture. Yeah. You know, so there, it, we, and we do this constantly. So there's people that will walk up to me a year later and say, hey, it's Lee Majors. How's that doing? Because they'll remember this, right? So it's a good technique for doing that. Um, other thing we were talking about is remembering, you know, don't ignore disorder. So I think we're getting ready on a break. So we'll talk more about on the other half. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, so uh, often you don't see this particular part of the participant, but we've got uh, Kevin, who's in our uh, our sound engineer. So I'll uh, let Kevin take us away. We'll be back in two minutes. So Kevin Bacon, take us away. Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Woo. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the internet? Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business talk. 
Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Volcast Illuminating Leadership. To reach Jeff Smith or his guest today, please call 1-866-472-5788. Again, that's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Jeff at VoltageLeadership.com. Now, back to Voltcast Illuminating Leadership. Welcome back to Voltcast. I'm here today with uh, Lee Hubert. Yes, sir. So, uh, Lee Majors Hubert. Yes, uh, so, we were just doing our uh, skit here. And the $6 million skit today. Skit. <laughs> I love it. Um, you know, and we, we're joking, but, uh, you know, we're really talking about uh, meetings and notes and getting the most out of them. Um, you know, it is important, though. So, <clears throat> are we... Um, really connecting with others. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, we're joking a little bit about names. I'll give one more thing. And then I'll kind of push us to um, how do we make sure we stay present in the room mm-hmm. and make sure that the room is run effectively as possible in these meetings. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, Lee, that's where I'm taking us. Okay. But, <clears throat> you know, similar, we've got a young person in our office who's, you know, gone from this college space and, you know, everyone kind of knows each other. You mm-hmm. kind of get to know each other. They know each other by dorms or classes and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, now all of a sudden we're just feeding a whole bunch of clients. We're dropping <laughs> in a whole bunch of like networking events and all that. Mm-hmm. So another thing that I always do is I try to remember like three things about somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so similar to you, but it might be what they're wearing, their profession, where they grew up, mm-hmm. you know, or do you like to play tennis or something like that? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's kind of funny. I used to be, both Lee and I used to be recruiters. And I remember training a recruiter. And they're like, gosh, you seem to know so much about so many people. Mm-hmm. And I just laughed. I'm like, there are certainly, and I am blessed to know, to be pretty good at that kind of stuff. But I said, truthfully, I know about three things about everybody. Mm-hmm. And that's enough for them to start talking like we've known each other for years. That's wonderful. You know, and so then it really feels, um, and, and I am genuinely curious but I will remember these three things and that they're from some town, mm-hmm. you know, and they'll be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you remember that. And so if you can, whatever works for you, figure that out, it really opens up a conversation. And to Lee's point, you know, I saw somebody that I hadn't seen in seven, eight years. I was over at Carillion uh, yesterday back mm-hmm. in our old HR department, mm-hmm. walked in, and I saw this young woman, Dana, that I hadn't seen mm-hmm. in seven, eight years. Mm-hmm. And I said her name before she said mine. And oh! you could just see her like lift up a little yes. bit, you know, because I was certainly in senior management and she was a you know, frontline recruiter. I don't know how high she is these days, but right, right. you could just see her lift up and she's like, what came now? It was like instead of just waving, she came up and gave a hug. Yeah. You know, so don't underestimate these little things. You know? Well, that would be the most beautiful sound in the human language is that person's name. Yeah. And you know, to your point, I think you know things that that bind you rather than divide you. You know, and they're symbolic, yeah. right? 
You know, there's, you know, we're in Virginia. There's people who are huge Virginia Tech fans. There are people who are huge uh, Virginia Cavalier UVA fans. Let's not forget JMU. I was just going there. And then I was going to say there's the national champion, uh, James Madison Dukes, okay? So when you, t- or there's a football team in Wisconsin called the Packers, right? So if you touch on these things, it's like, okay, you are touching a reservoir of familiarity with people. So let's get back into the room. Okay. All right. So. All right. I'm getting back. I'm, not, I'm back in the room now. Okay. <laughs> All right. Come on back I'm here. Back here. Um, <clears throat> here's today's meeting world, right? We end up with probably too many people in the room too mm-hmm. often because mm-hmm. it's easy just to invite people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's on Outlook. I just throw a couple more people on the list, mm-hmm. right? So we probably have too many people in the, the room. Just the distribution list. Yes. Okay. There's probably too many people in the room. Uh, the last meeting didn't end on time, so we start uh, a couple minutes late because they ran over. That mm-hmm. often happens. Mm-hmm. To your point, we got a couple people that are late, mm-hmm. uh, and then we sort of walk in there, and you know, people are kind of blah 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 blah. blah. <laughs> That's the technical term. Um, and so we're three minutes into the meeting. And people are already heads down into their cell phones. Yep. They got their laptop up. Yep. <sighs> How do we deal with this? Like, you know what? You know, let's go back and forth to just some suggestions sure. to, help, to help the leaders here to be able to run more effective meetings. One technique that I've seen is the, you know, well, actually two things. You mentioned it. Do the 15-minute thing. If that doesn't work and you have habitual offenders, this is like the person that you say you have to be to work at 9 o'clock, and right. they can't do that. Right. So you just have their start time move back to 9.30, and they can't do that. Right. So if there's people that are in senior leadership positions or any position of leadership, and they can't make the meeting, they should have a pretty good reason, okay? And if they can't get inside that door by X amount of time, the door is shut. Right. And one of the things that it just makes people crazier faster is you get to a meeting, you've covered something, then somebody comes, then they really redo it right they say it again and everybody else in the room to your point and their eyes are rolling their eyes are down on their smartphones it's like just you know shoot me now why, why am i here this just seems to be such a waste of time another thing is have a clue have the agenda put out beforehand whenever possible so have an idea what you're going to talk about and we do this at voltage a lot when we have meetings so like we'll send you know pre-disc workout or pre-stop start continue workout or something to get people uh, ahead of the curve so then when we have FaceTime with them and meeting time with them, you know, we can actually accomplish something. I employ this uh, a lot of times with board meetings. Um, boards are, have, are awesome. Is that B-O-R-E-D uh, or B-O-A-R-D? Uh, but I'm you ready? <laughs> Touche. Perfect. B-O-R-E-D board and big board. Okay. So sometimes, big board. Sometimes water board okay? yeah. because they're punishing to be in some of these meetings. So when, you know, you, you get there and people get stuck, it's like, don't go to a meeting to get stuck. Go to a meeting, you know, you do a good job saying, here's the expectation. We've got X amount of time. This is the desired outcome. This is what we want to accomplish in our time together today. And I'll say that too, early in the conversation, hey guys, we're, we're meeting here today to do this. And what I hope to accomplish is this. Yeah. So that sets the tone early in the, in the situation. Um, so I agree. I can hear a couple people rolling their eyes out there. Um, but you don't you make know. it. Make a note of that. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Uh, you saw me pick yeah, a note. Yeah. Um, it's the it's the big boss though. This late, right? And so you're in between, mm-hmm. right? And so the big boss is now 10, 12 minutes late. I'm picturing somebody in this scenario. I, uh, right. I've got I've got a picture. Right, right. And to be fair, um, consistently late 
um, and probably for good reasons, right? You know, so this is mm, okay. No, no, I mean, really good reasons. Okay. Like stuff really does happen here. Okay, and um, it, is there possibilities that they could be better? Yeah. Um, often, though, um, this person is pulled into meetings without their ability to say no, right? Mm-hmm. And this person is over thousands of people, mm-hmm. right? Okay. But now you're running the meeting, and said person's late, you mm-hmm. know, and consistently late. And oh, by the way, he's a decision maker. Yeah. How do you handle that? That's a great question. What's your next question? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you said two important things. Some person's running the meeting. Right. And I like that technique because somebody owns the meeting. Right. So if you have a key contributor, in this case, the decision maker boss, the ultimate authority who is late, um, a technique that I've done, I've done this myself. It's like, you know, without shaming somebody, it's like, oh, Mr. CEO, Mr. CFO, Ms. CIO, we're so glad you could join us and stare at my watch, right? That's not how to do it. However, to say, you know, hey, Mr. Ms. CEO, we're glad you're here. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give them 10 seconds, literally, of what we've just done, and then I'm moving on, and then yeah. we will catch up to you afterwards in the debrief. That's kind of how I handle it as well. <clears throat> you know, I, you don't want shame, um, and often, you know, this scenario, it's a board question that's come up. Yep. It's a, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's a uh, something with the public. They're a very public facing organization. Mm-hmm. Something with the public has popped up. Mm-hmm. You know, <clears throat> so I. I am very similar. Honor it. You know, I'm also not afraid to get feedback, though, that this is a consistent pattern. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everyone's noticing. And yes. what can we do to help you? <clears throat> okay, so let's go back into this room. Um, what do we do with the, you know, the cell phones and the computers and all that that, you know, if we're trying to take good notes and make sure we're aligned for action, mm-hmm. you know, most of the meetings I'm in now, it is a smorgasbord. Mm-hmm. You've got three or four people that are really locked in and they're focused on the conversation and then you got like four or five over in the corner that's like you know what are they doing i think they're playing their fancy football game or something oh uh, one of my pet peeves uh, whether it's a, a board meeting a staff meeting an orientation whatever the case may be yeah. you said it earlier whoever runs the meeting quote controls the meeting and we said this is almost a cultural norm i mean if your culture is slack if your culture has accepted this and that's oh, the way we've done it around here well, that's a problem, okay? Right. If you're going to accomplish things, you need to be able to honor those. Uh, we call it, we talk about uh, boundaries and guardrails yep. r- around time. This is one of them. Yeah. So we want to start and stop on time whenever possible. And I'll, I have actually removed people from meetings for doing exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And, ooh, let me tell you, the, you know, the noise back wasn't necessarily flattering. But I'll say, look, you know, what we have to say is, imp- I, the, the technique is this. I will share the uh, the rationale with them. It's like we brought you here for a reason, not necessarily to play fantasy football. Right. Now, of course, now what you're here to do is very important, and here are the reasons why. That's the rationale. So the next time that they're tempted to do something like that, they remember, ooh, A, I was removed from the meeting, and B, here's the reason what what I should focus on. And in fairness to them, they're not bad or anything. It's just it takes them a while to bump into what the norms are. Well, yeah, I... Uh, we, I was in New York earlier this week, and we um, were running a one-day offsite with, um, you know, a very executive team, mm-hmm. and we're just very clear up front. Hey, we get so little time together. Mm-hmm. We are going to give you ten-minute breaks every hour and a half, hour and forty minutes. Mm-hmm. Let's reserve the phones for that. Mm-hmm. You know, and there was one person who was the administrator on charge. Mm-hmm. You know, and so they've got to, you know, they've got to make some answers. And we said, so we all agree that this person can check their time. You know, they need to be checking. They're saving lives, right? And so everyone was like, yes. 
completely grant that. Mm-hmm. And so we're also very explicit. Mm-hmm. You know, it took us 30 seconds to get this done. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell you, we stayed connected the whole time. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it was so funny how productive the meeting was. And we didn't have to go back. You know, we didn't even really need advanced, you know, sort of skills on note-taking all that because mm-hmm. everyone was engaged. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, hey, I could just use a little more clarity on that last point. Do mm-hmm. we commit to that action? Do we not commit to the action? Mm-hmm. Instead of it being like, hey, what did someone say? Because they're all heads down. Mm-hmm. And so, again, I think it's, addressing it, getting it in, even in our uh, Voltage staff meetings, you know, I try to say, hey, let's not have our computers. Like, you know, mm-hmm. if we need to look That's up something, mm-hmm. let's let's look it up. But it's literally, it just puts a wall between us and the communication. Mm-hmm. And I, I know our team, we're all distracted by shiny bright objects. Every <laughs> one of us. I am the probably including the worst. Jenna, including Jennifer Lopez? Yes. Oh my God. Very much Jennifer Lopez. All of us <laughs> are distracted. And so the reason I do it is not trying to be a jerk. It's Hey, we get so little time together. Let's focus as much as the four of us, five of us can. Yes. But it's <laughs> it's important, though, that you set these ground rules. Yes. Or as your meetings just kind of drift. And what could have been a really clean, functioning half-an-hour meeting yeah. comes an hour and five, hour and ten-minute meeting, and you walk away unclear. Yeah, so. ne- needlessly. And you made an important point about uh, when you get the people who have the heads down. Yep. I mean, the person that I had removed from a meeting – I mean, I said the words up front, and they still, for whatever reason, just, you know, well, now that doesn't apply to me. And then, you know, when I asked them to leave, they were just incredulous. And and like I say, there was noise back, and I had to go defend that, you know, decision. And I thought, well, you know, everything we've talked about. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, it's back to uh, a break for us. So we'll send us uh, back to our sound engineer, uh, Kevin Spacey, this time. Kevin Spacey. So, Kevin, take us away. We'll be back in two. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live, Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, on The Voice of America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. 
You are listening to Volcast Illuminating Leadership. To reach Jeff Smith or his guest today, please call 1-866-472-5788. Again, that's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Jeff at voltageleadership.com. Now back to Voltcast Illuminating Leadership. Welcome back. This is Jeff Smith, and we got Lee Hubert here. Yes, sir. Hey, we've been talking about uh, meetings, getting the most out of them, how you take effective notes. Um, so this is our wrap-up section where we're just going to give you some of our best tools and tips and make sure you kind of understand uh, you know, what we're seeing out there. Um, you know, Lee, what I've enjoyed about this conversation is I think there's just a lot of practical tips. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the things that I'm curious about um, – you know, we, we've dealt with this person that's a little bit late. Uh, we've dealt with some people that are on the phones, mm-hmm. you know. Um, <clears throat> what do you deal with, though, when you got the person that's just dominating the conversation? So we've said someone, we're the one dominating. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe we should go last. Maybe we should be the recapper. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we facilitate a lot of meetings. You know, what's the, what's one of your tips? We, you know, I call, call, call that one the dominator. Right. How do you deal with a dominator? The dominator. Moment? Well, you get out a, a, a rubber hose and you beat them into a pulp. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and, but, although it seems like that sometimes sure the uh when you think about go back to some of our voltage content we talk about the team charter yeah and you know we do a good job of this you know yeah. I'm, we're working with a client lynchburg and i'm going to do an offsite of the lynchburg symphony and some of these things are coming up in conversation so the team charter are, is here's the expectations here's why our team exists here's where we're going here's the behaviors that help us get there yeah i mean that's it in a nutshell so if I've got somebody who their their intentions aren't bad, their intentions are good, they're sure. admirable, but they need to be you know behind the manager's closed door to be coached up to say, hey, when we get into these circumstances, I want to hear you, but I I want you to be you know it's what's developmental for you is to listen to everybody else's point of view. Sure, you know it's. Um and Lee and I even have uh, used signals together. I can remember a time where Lee can't take over a room and we're <laughs> you think back in our Korean days. And I, would just, I would just sort of tap my watch, you know, yes. just kind of tap my wrist yes. and just be like, and now he could see me yes. to know, Oh, I should probably finish with a bullet point here yes. and then let someone else speak. So, you know, if it's something that, you need to introduce into the room. Yes. You know, I, I gave Lee the feedback outside of the room. I've gotten the same feedback. So, right. you know, right, right. please know that you know, I'm guilty of this too. Of sort just monitoring. I'd also say the dominator, um, sometimes they're not. Sometimes they want to dominate, right? All right. So one of the things, uh, Jennifer and I have talked about this in a previous Jennifer episode. Jennifer Lopez? Yeah, Jennifer Owen O'Quill and I talked about this. Um, do a mapping exercise mm-hmm. and just show um, the data and show how many times each person's talked. Mm-hmm. And showing that sometimes the dominator can help them understand, whoa, I am way using I am the dominator. Right. And so in just being able to say, hey, you know, just what's your observations? What do you notice? Uh, that, you know, generally people, when they see it just as check marks, they don't get nearly as defensive as me coming in and saying, hey, sure. you really dominated the meeting. Right, right. You know, so I think that, that that's a possibility. You know, um, the, the other is, um, you know, so when you're trying to make sure that the meeting, you've gotten all the key points, you know, do you have a couple best practices maybe about making sure that, that we've gotten the, the critical next steps and we've made this meeting as effective as possible. Yeah, just like uh, any other thing that we do, there's a beginning, there's a middle, and there's an end. And if mm. you don't end well, I mean, that applies to job interviews, one-on-one, co- all that stuff, right? If you're not talking about what's going to happen next and who does what by when, you're, you're missing something. So that should be built into the expectations. We're going to be doing that very thing at, at the, uh, the symphony uh, offsite I'm doing over the weekend. You know, I, I, the, the English uh, have a phrase um, that they say they take decisions. We say we make decisions. The English, uh, when I'm in meetings with them, they, they say, 
uh, let's talk about the decisions that we've taken. And so they take decisions down. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes I think just even doing that, what decisions have we taken? Just as enough of a trigger to, to get people to react a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. I would encourage, look, you know, we're in this era of uh, smartphones and, and all this kind of stuff. Using a whiteboard is okay. Mm-hmm. Right, using a flip chart is okay, mm-hmm. so that everyone can see it. Mm-hmm. But it's also, let's say that you don't do that. Mm-hmm. One tip I would have is just, <clears throat> I'll ask somebody, generally a, an extra person, someone I, I know, hey, can you just tell me the two to three major decisions that we made from our meeting, mm-hmm. so that I understand mm-hmm. what they heard? Because what I heard, maybe as a facilitator or me as leading the meeting, may not match. And I just want to make sure that hey, someone who was there. So mm-hmm. if we haven't assigned a note taker, which Obviously, we should have, but just mm-hmm. in case, mm-hmm. I'll ask that kind of question. And that seems to be enough to clarify, and everyone then takes the note, writes it down, and we're good. Yeah, that's a beautiful point. We yeah. talk about that very thing when it comes to you know, being productive and, and understanding roles, responsibilities, and expectations. If somebody will sit in a meeting, smile at you, nod their head, and look at you longingly and, and, and uh, with understanding gaze in their eyes – and then walk outside that meeting room and not have a clue what you were talking about. Sure. So just cut to the chase and say, is everybody on the same page here? Yeah. Uh, and so for, for whatever reason, some people don't do that. They don't want to be thought ill of. They don't want to. Th- they have the boss think less of that or whatever. For whatever reason, they don't want to be thinking maybe they're slow on the uptake. Whatever the case may be. But that's a that's a key thing when people do not walk out of a meeting with consensus and understanding. So ultimately, when you don't have consensus after those meetings. You go on and you're going in different directions. Yeah, and I, you know, I think just in exceeds expectations because I know you're busy and you're running from meeting to meeting. It's being able to come back and just send the three bullet points back out to the meeting group. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if you really want to get uh, ultimately successful at this, um, periodically um, into the meeting, say, "Hey, what went right in this meeting?" Mm, I was just going to say something. Like yeah, that. yeah. A quick after action review. What went right? Um, did we hit a desired outcome? Is there one thing that we, you wish we could improve upon? Yep. You know, so. From time to time, you don't need this at every meeting. Some do it in every meeting. <clears throat> I would say, though, if it's a recurring meeting, maybe, you know, once a month, once every two months, just, hey, is this working? Is it not working? What do we want to change? We've done that. Yeah. In our own meetings when uh, Jennifer uh, Lopez Owen Oquil was facilitating, we asked, you know, this, we all said this meeting went really great. Yeah. Why? Right. What was it about this meeting that made it successful? And the converse is true. Sure. So periodically, or you know, especially if things aren't going well, and you know, people, you'll see their body language. They walk into the room going, "Oh, okay, you know, this didn't go that well." You know, why? Right. You know, and why? Why do we have to do that? You mentioned mapping before too, in terms of you know the dominator. I wanted to bring up you know different alternatives to being present in the room. I mean, I like the whole model we're talking about. It's kind of like behind the manager's closed door. Now, you are in the meeting room, Mm -hmm. and I think we'll develop that and say, okay, here's what it's like to be in the meeting room. You've got all these characters and all these these things going on. Susie Silent. Yeah, uh, Hurricane Hilda, the whole whole nine yards. (laughs) Hurricane Hilda comes blowing in his papers all over the room. You say, look at that disorder. But, you know, the mapping thing really resonates with me from, you know, I'm a visual kind of person, and everybody, you know, inputs the same way. So if you think about mind mapping, I know Jennifer's does it, I know you've done it. It's like, if you had to summarize this thing, what's the main theme you put in the middle of the piece of paper with a circle around it? Mm. And then start drawing branches and lines out That's and good. hanging some meat on it about, here's the other things, the directions this was going. And then if it was going in a particular direction, on that line, write your question on it. Right. That way I can go back without having this, you know, like 17 pages of stuff. I'll look at that little diagram and go, wow, look at that. That's great. Yeah. 
Lee, as always, fantastic to be with you here yes, today. Sir. Yeah, another beautiful day. So uh, if you want a beautiful day, record us. So, uh, <laughs> Make a note of that. Yeah, <laughs> bring us in for speaking or whatever, and we'll, we'll, we'll do it. Please do. Uh, so just a couple notes coming up. Uh, we uh, are continuing to look at some authors, talking to them, some best mm-hmm. practices. We're going to have um, Dan Lerner and Alan Schlechter. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are NYU professors. They teach the most popular class at mm-hmm. NYU. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the science of happiness. And they're going to come in. We're going to talk about uh, they've just written a book called You Thrive, mm-hmm. uh, the letter U and Thrive. And they're going to be talking about how college students can uh, really thrive in college. But it's also written for parents to understand how they can thrive in life. Mm-hmm. And so we'll, we'll have them. <clears throat> we'll certainly have John on the on the. Um, Radio show to talk about our book. Bingo. You know, so, I was going to ask you, yeah. how, do we, how do we go about getting your yeah. book? Yeah. Uh, if you go on to, uh, you know, out to the internet, it'll be there. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's... it's yeah. What's the title again? Yeah. It's uh, From AHA to All In, uh, unexpected uh, Leadership Lessons from an Unexpected Entrepreneur. Excellent. So, so if you want to uh, contact us during the week, reach out to uh, VoltageLeadership.com or Lee at Voltage Leadership or Jeff at Voltage Leadership, Jennifer at Voltage Leadership. We'll get back to you. In the meantime, thanks for uh, listening today. Thanks for all your notes. And uh, we really appreciate all that you're doing to uh, help make us to be a better company. And we Mm -hmm. hope we're helping others grow their companies too. So Mm -hmm. make it a great week and we'll talk to you soon. Bye now. Thank you for tuning in to VoltCast, illuminating leadership. Please join your host, Jeff Smith, again next Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll discuss another engaging topic next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network its staff, and management.